Welcome to Go To Grow, the show where we celebrate and fuel growth in all its messy forms. Choose to settle and stagnate or be courageous. Ask yourself, is this as good as it gets? Where you go with your time, energy, money and focus, you grow. I am Melissa McGowan. I have over 20 years experience enabling growth of people, leaders, businesses and at home with our four kids. I can tell you it starts with us before we can effectively lead others and deliver results. We will nurture your potential, sharing diverse insights and experiences, mine and others. Choose to grow, choose to be alive. If you're a leader or you run or own a business, I'm going to let you in on a little bit of magic. It's manager magic. Now, it shouldn't be a secret because it's pretty widely understood and accepted that the impact of managers day-to-day on employees around driving productivity, engagement and ultimately performance and retention is has been proven out a number of times. Yet I've seen that it's an opportunity that, that is left on the table all the time and it, it ends up being the case that we often spend more time managing low performance and people who are not making a material difference to the results in our business than we are investing in building the the specific skills and capabilities of managers to drive results through others. So I'm going to talk about this notion of manager magic today and what I've seen and then in other episodes I'll talk specifically about some of the activities and the skill areas that really um, go into this uh, formula if you like this recipe to have managers have big impact in your business. So if I think back to about 2011, I was fortunate to be working in an organisation then that appreciated this and I think got onto this really early. So there were some specific areas that they measured and through a lot of data and engagement surveys were able to prove out the, the relationship between the responses and how people felt about their managers around certain areas and the translation that had to their ability to put in discretionary effort, to be retained in the organisation, to sort of um, be really engaged. And obviously big companies since have done a lot of work in this area, notably at Google. We all know Google, a lot of employees, a lot of managers. Yes, quite flat structures, uh, but yet they had a big project called Project Oxygen that really was about answering the question of do, matters, do managers matter? And if they do matter, um, what what are the areas where they matter the most and what does that translate to in terms of our results? So the answer was, you know, yes. They went, they went through obviously a lot of data, what did qualitative and quantitative data to really understand that and, and they saw that that impact was there on innovation, on turnover of employees and on engagement and also on career development. So they then established a set of eight sort of manager behaviours that they were able to measure and develop to really clarify expectations and increase the the impact of their managers. So the organisation I was back at in um, 2011 had a similar had a similar program, but probably what I've seen more often is is the opposite. I'm going to give you a couple of tips today just to frame up some thinking about developing managers and investing in their development to have a significant acceleration and impact on the results of your business. So many companies have a lack of standardisation about the sort of programs and development that they invest in. It can be a mix of things, um, 
whether it's across different you know geographies, functions, businesses, different relationships with internal, external providers. So there can be a real inefficiency of what we're spending our money on and the inconsistency of outcomes that are gained. And I think there's a big opportunity to really simplify that and say, okay, in our business, what is it that we need our managers to be actually focusing on to help us grow our business and grow the people and the talent in the business? And there's, you know, there's specific frameworks and ways of working and there are some specific ways you can do that in your business and tailor it to the needs of your business to understand perhaps what your current situation is and simplify that and get to the heart of how do we develop our managers in this business simply and efficiently to have an impact on our, on our results in this context. And so a few things to think about in answering that question once you've been through the work to understand what you need is the ownership. So often outsourcing to companies to provide, you know, either off the shelf or customised development programs, whilst that can feel good in, hey, these are the dollars we've spent and we've got some fancy, you know, external facilitators, what I've seen work best and what I've been involved in that, that I've seen have the biggest impact and, and in measurable ways is when you own the, the design and the understanding of what you're after. Now you thoughtfully can bring in some external support, but it has to be anchored in your business model, in your leadership model, and then very relevant to those kind of frontline managers on the job. Probably the biggest thing that uh, we did a couple of years ago when I was involved in a specific leadership program was really being thoughtful about how do we actually design and simulate experience in a very experiential way for the participants of this program that would show them and have them be immersed in a situation that is going to be very much like that when they're promoted to that next level of leadership, which was the objective of that particular program. And we used our leaders to design and develop and deliver that program, but we also utilised peers in the program to develop each other. So you start to get a sense of a more consistent and simplified way of developing people that becomes relevant, you know, across many well, functions, but also globally, to be honest. Um, when you're looking at understanding what's going on, I, well, that's, that's probably my first point here, is, is it's very important to understand what's going on now. So wh what I mean by that is what are your managers spending their time and, and, I was about to say time and money, well, it could be money because money is time in business, isn't it? What are they spending their time on? I think many of us would be shocked to really understand what the current situation is. Um, is I'm, not, I'm not necessarily suggesting a full sort of um, motion, in motion study of like, we you know exactly what they're doing, but you really want to get a sense of at a high level, where are they spending their time? Is it, for example, that they are spending time establishing you know, the, the priorities and the strategy, they're spending time with their people, they're spending some time on innovation, um, they've got an external orientation as well, or are they actually you know, churning out reports, following things up, um, hard to access, busy, 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 putting out fires. So don't keep your head in the sand about what that actually looks like. And there's lots of other sources of data that you can use. Yes, there's engagement surveys, but there's also a lot of other things around the metrics of how you measure performance in your business that you can absolutely look at that will give you an indication 
of where your people are focusing their time because those outcomes are directly related back to that. So you can look at things like turnover, um, the retention of your talent, performance uh, of individuals, all that good stuff. Make sure that your senior leaders are involved in this and think about keeping a focus on, I think for simplicity, a focus on activities that we can do versus unrealistic behavioural change. So that's another thing is the differentiator I've seen in successful manager development. It's one thing to help people understand how to assess performance or deliver some feedback or set some goals. It's another thing to expect someone to totally shift their behaviour from being someone who is, um, well, I, I mean, there's lots of examples, you know, someone who is, you know, not strategic to becoming highly strategic or, you know, someone who is, um, you know, lacking confidence to being, you know, majorly assertive or even if you think about communication and presentation skills. So just be realistic about where you can provide tools and support and guidance to reduce the often discomfort that's associated with working through some of these people sort of responsibilities. And yes, expect some behavioural change, but I think, you know, all the 360s and many of the things that I've seen don't necessarily translate to the behavioural change. And there's something very pragmatic about focusing on activities uh, and skills to, and to apply on the job versus uh, behavioural change. So, so keep it simple. Um, you'll avoid, you know, it's cost avoidance to actually invest in, obviously, your talent as a top priority, but most specifically these managers that are impacting the critical mass every day. And like I said, I will talk more in the future on some of the specifics within this area. But just know that if you're not investing a reasonable amount of your focus here, being clear on what you need, establishing a, um, a framework for your organisation and then investing in the development, measuring the impact of that, then recognise that people are going to be spending a lot more time managing low performance um, and ineffective and unproductive behaviours in your business and you're leaving something on the table. Thanks so much for listening. I'm very excited as we build this growing community of growers and I'd love to hear your feedback on anything you want to hear more about people that you think would be great for us to have a chat with. Please leave me some feedback or if you want any support, use the functions via the podcast or the email, the Facebook group or the Instagram, all of it in the notes. I'd love to hear your stories. I'd love to see your pictures of you growing and what you're working on. Please share the podcast and review it in iTunes as we build this community. Thanks so much.